Welcome to Cairo Feast, where we are serving up big helpings of wisdom in the successful practice of chiropractic, the world of entrepreneurialism, and extra servings of mentorship to navigate this wonderful experience we call life. My name is Dr. Jeff Danielson. I've built, bought, and sold many chiropractic practices and currently own 19 limited liability corporations. I love the entrepreneurial spirit, and I pay it forward through a company called Big Fish Enterprises. I coach and mentor business owners so they don't repeat the mistakes that I made in my career. Every week, we cover a topic that will help make you a better leader and a better entrepreneur. Or maybe it's just going to be a topic that helps you become a better person. You'll want to share these episodes because in life, it is always better to pay it forward. And now, let's get into today's topic. Come and get it, everybody. Cairo Feast is online and we are ready to serve. So here's where we're going today. This is going to be an interesting little conversation that you and I have. Um, we're going to talk about, yep, chiropractic. We're going to talk about um, the human body. We're going to talk about how it was created and by whom. We're going to talk about a guy named Luke who was a medical doctor. Um, this entire podcast is actually going to be directed by this guy named Luke who was a medical doctor and wrote a book in the Bible that gave an account of the birth of Jesus. And that's where we're going today. So buckle up. This is going to be interesting. We've even got a few other weird curveballs I'm going to throw in here as well. But I hope you stay tuned and listen to this entire uh, podcast because uh, here we go. All right. So we're going to talk about this, this doctor and this, you know, medical doctor, if you will, who, who wrote this book. Now, I don't know what medical doctors did back in those days, you know, back in the biblical days when Jesus was walking on this planet. You know, they didn't have pharmaceuticals. I'm sure they had tinctures of some type. I don't know. They didn't have, you know, they didn't do like major surgeries and things like that. They didn't have all the equipment and the antibiotics and this and that. So what did a doc, I don't know what they did back then, but they were the ones that probably helped people with broken bones and helped, you know, uh, wrap wounds and, and things like that. But anyway, this guy named Luke wrote this book of the Bible, and I'm actually going to read a little bit of this. And we're also going to talk about Christmas letters. You know, the letters that you're getting in the mail in the month of December, um, from family members, friends, uh, you know, distant relatives, you get these letters, you know, you get, um, sometimes you get these you know, postcard type things that have the collage of pictures that show the family and what everybody's doing and blah, blah, blah. But the letters are really cool because you know, it kind of lists, these are our three kids and this is what they're doing. Okay. We're going to talk a little bit about these Christmas letters too, because we're, we tend to point at the people in our family and point out the things that they're doing and the great people that they're becoming and, you know, the accomplishments of the past year and that kind of thing. We're going to talk about that as well. <coughs> but first, it's trivia time. Man, I'm going all over the place. And I'm, t I'm going to tell you right now, I am not a theologian. Um, I'm a Christ follower, uh, but, you know, I... You know, I, I'm going to be sharing with you some interesting uh, scripture 
but I'm not a theologian, uh, but I'm going to give you, um, we're going to talk about the Bible here today um, and talk about some really cool stories and a story that just came to life for me recently um, and uh, was told through a pastor that was talking about this guy named Zechariah, okay? Now, the trivia that I want to ask you first before I get into the story of Zechariah um, is, number one, who is the father of John the Baptist? Do you know who the father of John the Baptist is? Yes, I already gave it away. It's Zechariah. But how many people actually knew the name of the, the father of John the Baptist? Now, a lot of us don't even know that much about John the Baptist. You know, we know a few stories about him. Um, you know, he was, he was a strange fellow. Um, but he was, he was put on the planet to point everyone and to prepare the way for the birth of Jesus and the presence of Jesus on the planet. And so he was um, brought uh, forth in order to point people to Jesus. And so um, he's just kind of known as this um, amazing person who really paved the way for the presence of Jesus. And a lot of people you know, thought he was like this big deal, and he just kept saying, no, he's coming. He's coming, he's coming. It's like he was foretelling um, the Messiah is coming, and he was one getting everybody revved up and prepared for Jesus to come. But this guy, Zechariah, there's an interesting story about him, and it involves the very first person, and here's the second piece of trivia that I want you to, to see if you know. Who was the first human being that had the first recorded response to the presence of Jesus. Who was the first human being that had the first recorded response to the presence of Jesus? Okay? So in just a moment, we're going we're gonna to give you the answer to that. But let's talk about this guy named Zechariah first. So Zechariah was a priest um, in, um, in Israel, and so he, he was, I mean, he was actually quite high up in the temple, um, had a great position and whatnot. And he and his wife, Elizabeth, prayed for years and years uh, to have a child. And they just were never blessed with a baby, were never blessed to have a kid. And Zechariah eventually got, got old, and so did Elizabeth. And so as they got older, um, they just basically gave up on, on the idea of ever having children. And it finally came to a point where an angel appeared to Zechariah. Okay? So an angel appeared to Zechariah and said, Behold, you know, you are going to have a child. You and Elizabeth are going to have a child. I'm paraphrasing here. Um, and, you know, went on to say the great things that this baby, this child was going to eventually do and, and that the child would be named John. And um, after the angel got done saying all these marvelous things, basically Zechariah said, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but 
I'm stinking old. I, I'm an old man, and look at my wife here. She's old too. <laughs> we are old and far beyond childbearing years. Um, I'm not sure if I believe you. And so because of his disbelief, the angel then said, and you will uh, now become mute. You will not be able to speak until this baby is born and until the baby is circumcised. And so because of his disbelief, he was, quote unquote, punished by not being able to speak. And so he laughed, or the angel laughed, and so he went back to his wife, Elizabeth, and he couldn't even talk to her and tell her what happened. Um, But at any rate, um, Elizabeth became pregnant. And sure enough, uh, Zechariah could not speak the entire time that his wife was pregnant. So eventually... Um, about six months into the pregnancy, okay? I'm going to pick up here, and I'm actually going to read a little bit here. So in the sixth month, so this is from Luke, okay? So this is prior to Jesus' birth. Um, Later on in Luke, there's a great uh, depiction of Christ's birth and all of that, uh, which, which we're all very familiar with. But this is the story about that actually came before Jesus. So Um, In Luke 1, verse 26, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. So Mary enters the picture here. So Elizabeth, who's six months pregnant, goes to visit, um, uh, you know, she doesn't go go to visit, but um, a... a, um, an angel is going to visit a relative of Elizabeth. So listen in here. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to Mary and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. So Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and he and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. This is uh, being said to Mary. So Mary looks up and says, how will this be? Uh, Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin. The, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and, and the power of the most high will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. So Mary's being told about her relative Elizabeth, who now is six months pregnant, and she's old. Okay, so... Then it goes on to say this uh, in verse 38. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. So what does Mary do at this point? She just gets gets told that she's going to have a baby, even though she hasn't had sex. Okay, (laughs) this is, she's a virgin and she's going to have a baby, but she believes the angel. But she's like, I got to go talk to Elizabeth because... Elizabeth is pregnant and she's old. So 
At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to stop right there. So Mary is visiting, okay, Mary is visiting Elizabeth, and Mary is just now pregnant with a brand new baby Jesus inside of her, and Mary visits Elizabeth, and the presence of Jesus in the womb, being near John the Baptist, made him leap for joy. So the very first recorded response to the presence of Jesus was the response that John the Baptist had inside the womb of his mother, Elizabeth, being in the presence of Jesus. How cool is that? I, you know, I've never really studied this story or really understood it. And when, when I heard this, I, I just, I had to, I had to kind of share this with everybody. So that's the answer to the second trivia question. But now let's talk about this for a moment. So John the Baptist eventually then was, was born. And as soon as the baby was born and got to the point eight days later where the, uh, they did circumcision, as soon as uh, the child was circumcised, um, the lock was taken off of Zechariah's mouth and instantly now he was able to speak. And so now Zechariah could speak. And Zechariah's life really became about pointing to the Savior because he then pointed to his son and said, this is my son, John. My son, John, is going to point all of you toward the Messiah. Okay, and there was a dark period just prior to this. In fact, you know, all the way back to um, the book of Malachi, there was just a time that was kind of a silent time in history where talk of the Messiah and all of that had, had kind of died down. And so there was kind of this silent time in history, and that silent time in history is represented by the silent time in Zechariah's life when he couldn't speak. And all of a sudden now, when John the Baptist was born, um, it, everything, everything changed. And all of a sudden, Zechariah could speak. And so Zechariah pointed to his son and said, My son is going to reveal and prepare the way for the Messiah. The Messiah is coming. So the question is, you know, what, what does this mean? What is, this, what is this all about? And how does this relate to the Christmas letter that we talked about at the beginning of this podcast episode? Well, let me tell you something. John the Baptist was not about himself. He was never about himself. And what does this have to do with chiropractic? We're going to get to that, that part too. But let me tell you something. Um, Christmas is about this person named Jesus. That's what Christmas is all about. And John the Baptist was to put the focus on, on Jesus. 
And that's something that we all need to do at this time of the year around Christmas is to put our focus on Jesus, the reason for the season, the true reason. Now, does, does God just want us to think about, about Jesus in, during, during Christmas? You know, are, are we going to be those kind of uh, church people where we only go to church uh, Christmas and Easter and, and that's pretty much it? No, he wants your heart and he wants a relationship with you every single day. So you need to know him. You need to know him. And, you know, if you haven't, if you haven't made that decision to, to be a Christ follower, to love the Lord and choose him as your Lord and Savior, you can have that opportunity anytime you want. Just have a conversation with God. Have a conversation with Jesus and say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I desire to know you, Jesus. I want to serve you. And I want to spend eternity surrounded by the love of God. Come into my life and change me. Change me so that my time here on this planet is productive for you, Jesus. And if that is in your heart, then you will spend an eternity. How long is eternity? Forever. An eternity surrounded by the love of God. And if you want that, and that's in your heart, Say that prayer. So, but let me let me talk about what we're do, what we're gonna um, you know compare to the Christmas letter. So the, the Christmas letter is kind of our opportunity where we point. Okay, we've talked about John the Baptist pointing out the the Savior, the Messiah is coming. Our Christmas letters are kind of like that. We point out our ki- our kids. This is what you know Johnny's doing. This is what Emily's doing. This is what Susie's doing. Look how awesome they are. Look at their achievements and blah, blah, blah. Um, but ultimately, it's not about our kids. It's about our Savior, you know, and we need to give the credit to God that uh, God has blessed us with these kids and the things that they are doing. They are utilizing the gifts that have been given to them by God, how talented they are, how smart they are, how, how uh, these amazing achievements you know, can, can be done because God has given them these gifts, you know? So, um, so where are you at? Where are we at in pointing out the greatness of God and whether it be in our kids' lives through our Christmas letters, etc., or through your practice, you have the opportunity. We have the opportunity as chiropractors to point out the greatness of God every single day. The human body is amazing. Look at what the human body does. You can eat a piece of pizza or a bologna sandwich and your body turns it into eyeball tissue. It does that. It has something inside of it called innate intelligence. It's an inborn wisdom inside the body. God put it in there. Just like a seed becomes a flower, okay, a plant and a flower, you know, there's an innate intelligence. There's an inborn universal intelligence inside these living beings, and as human beings, we have that inside of us. And um, it's just incredible to see the body heal. It's incredible to see how our body is formed, how it, is, um, how it works, how it's interconnected. And anytime you have the opportunity to educate your patients on the greatness of this, um, of this creation, the human, the human body, do it. Let people know this is how God created you. 
You know, when you're explaining arthritis to somebody, you can explain that arthritis is your body taking calcium out of the bloodstream and actually leaching it from bone if it has to and putting that that calcium into the joint in order to stabilize a joint that's not aligned well. Um, it's, it's out of alignment. It's subluxated. It's um, putting pressure on a nerve or it's threatening to put cause interference to your nervous system, which controls all your organs. And so your body does this amazing thing where it takes... Uh, calcium out of its system and puts it in your joints in order to stabilize and protect and splint and keep things from getting worse. It does that without you even thinking about it. Okay. That's how incredibly um, amazingly created your body is. And so you can speak to, you can point to our creator and to our savior when you're speaking to your patients, you have the, um, you have the opportunity to do that. And I just, I just wanted to point that out today. We could have a little bit of fun and all of this was brought to us by a medical doctor, Luke. Okay. Who wrote the book and gave us the story of Zechariah and the silence that he had to go through and the baby that he and his wife who were basically older than the hills able to have. And his disbelief created that silence, but then his belief became a verbal pointing to his son that would then pave the way for Jesus to be born. The greatest gift ever given to our planet, uh, the greatest gift that we could ever imagine, a way for us to be saved, a way for us uh, to be in heaven with the Father for the rest of our lives, forever and ever and ever in eternity. That is the Christmas story. That is the Christmas promise. So just wanted to share that with you guys. I, I hope maybe there was a nugget in here that uh, was interesting to you, something you hadn't heard. Um, if you know other people, I mean, this is maybe the ultimate share opportunity. Um, if you know other people that maybe would be interested in this story, share this podcast episode. Um, this is one to share. Um, and hopefully people can be blessed through it. Again, um, I'm not a pastor. I, I'm, I'm a lowly chiropractor just telling a story and uh, um, loving on the people that love the things that I love. Um, and that's chiropractic. So you guys uh, have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. Um, stay hungry, my friends. And as always, pay it forward. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I'm Rachel, the marketing director of Big Fish Enterprises. If you or a colleague are interested in learning the secret sauce to getting a high volume of quality new patients fast, our program, Team Doc, could be the perfect fit for you. Learn more about Team Doc and coaching with Dr. Jeff by visiting www.mybigfishenterprises.com. We'll see you next week.